Hey, you guys. It's Chris. Uh, I just want to give a heads up. Um, this particular episode, episode 20, is going to be edited a little bit less than the standard episodes are, strictly because between the time when we recorded this and the time when it's being released, I'm going to be proposing to my girlfriend. You might know her as Thelma Weinstein. Oh, yeah! But I have a lot of stuff on my plate at the moment, so this one's going to be sort of uh, from the hip. I hope you don't mind it too much. I'm going to try and get the audio at least to sound good. Uh, I'm just going to not do as many cuts, so you might hear a couple of meandering stories and whatnot, but I hope you still enjoy it very much. And uh, by the time you're listening to this, I'm going to have a fiancé. So, good job to me. Oh, yeah! <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy the episode, and we will catch you back here uh, in June? Yeah, in June. Warning. The following podcast contains language which is suitable for adults and mature children only. Please listen at your own risk. Every day, hundreds of amusing stories escape the roving eyes of the general public to fester in the hidden corners of the internet. Until now. One team of unqualified friends has taken it upon themselves to expose these stories to a wider audience, to be referenced at dinner parties and uncomfortable gatherings at work. These brave explorers are the Internuts, and this is the Internuts Podcast. It's just social drinking. We're just social drinking in. Very socially. I'm not trying to go to bed with somebody. <laughs> Although. <laughs> so, like so you them. guys aren't in the same room, is, is what I'm gathering. No. You're, you're social drinking with people that are in different rooms than you. Yeah. I used to do the same thing when I was a teenager. I used to work at a uh, pizza shop, and I would get one of the guys to get me a six-pack, and then I would go home, and I'd drink the six-pack at like 2 in the morning and play World of Warcraft until 6. Oh, that still counts. Yeah, oh, that's... it was social drinking. Yeah, that's, you don't have a problem. Why are you not looking at a wall or listening to Def Leppard by yourself? As long as there isn't one bare light bulb in the room, <laughs> you don't have a drinking problem. <laughs> that's a that's a good way to gauge it because everybody immediately everybody's like oh yeah no I don't do that absolutely not yeah so everyone's fine except that one guy <laughs> who's real bummed out well anyway guys um welcome to episode twenty of the Internet's podcast hey hi so, uh I'm as always your host Chris uh, this is being released at the end of the month of May and boy howdy is it exciting hot. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's gonna be Memorial Day. It's gonna be past Memorial Day weekend when this thing comes out. Damn hot, full blown summer. Uh, but anyway, as I said, I'm Chris. Um, I'm the host, and we have some some guests lined up. But I'm gonna go down the lineup here. I want to introduce my good good friend Ken Swanson. Thank you, Chris. Swanson's back. Back again. Uh, how Glad are you doing? Back as always. What was that? <laughs> how are you doing? Oh, this old chestnut. Um, I'm. Finally in good shape. I joined you, Hurdle, in a um, three-day, literally Olympic-style beer-drinking binge. Yep. Oh, but it's been a month, and I'm now getting better. Month and change. Theoretically, I went all the way through my birthday, and it was rough, rough, rough. How old are you? I am 30. All right, good. Now you're good. You're still in prime drinking. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm a little worried these days. Like we're old, we're old already. Yeah, right. When I was younger, old was 45 plus as far as being able to talk about your back and like, yeah. Oh, I can't throw them back anymore. Now we're like we're talking about it. 
it's like, oh man, you know, the, the knee joint. I think about it every day. <laughs> yeah. When did that happen? We're, we're going to live to an older age than our ancestors, but we're spending more of it being old. I'm going to say maybe we aren't. Yeah. Oh, oh. we're going to quickly revert the trend. Yeah, this one generation is just going to be 50 and out <laughs> and then reset the clock. I see it happening. Getting back to the, the full-blown drinking Olympics that we had a full, a full month ago. Oh, yeah. Did you get hungover? I did, but I kind of bashfully, like, it wasn't as bad because my physical capability of throwing them down has diminished. So I can't, I couldn't get blind drunk because I was too old to get blind drunk. Is that depressing? Yes. Or like, yeah. <laughs> okay. You can't even have a serious debilitating addiction well anymore. Yeah, that's sad. You're right. What I do <laughs> is I, uh, if I'm, if I'm going really hard, I will, uh, I'll drink a Red Bull before I go out. Yeah. And then, uh, you just keep drinking on top of that and you can't, uh, you can't feel. You can't feel. <laughs> You can't feel it. So you, <laughs> you just keep drinking for hours and hours and hours. And then oh, right yeah. before you go to sleep, you just chug two glasses of water. I used to do that, and it, it would work kind of sort of okay. Because what happens is you wake up. And once your body's done processing all the drinking and all the alcohol and stuff, you immediately wake up. And when that happens, you take two Excedrin migraine, chug another glass of water, and go back to sleep for two hours. And then you wake up and you feel fine. This is a best-selling book. <laughs> This is real talk now. Yeah. We're not joking now. This, this, get your pens out. See, now, Ken, I think what happened to me was that we drank every day, and we would start drinking after breakfast. We would wake up and have ham and eggs, right. and then it'd be like, oh, we should have, now we have beer. Right. So, like, I had the hair on the dog so early that I had, like, three days' worth of hangover on the fourth day. Yeah. Like, halfway through my ride home, I just hit a wall. Oh, God. Your body, yeah. It was like, well, I better be sober because I'm driving. And your body went, what? <laughs> Pardon me? You're right. It was drawn out. Yeah. You're drinking every hour for three days. That's kind of incredible that you guys drank all day for three days. Right. I don't know if I could do that. I can't drink hard for three hours anymore. But, no. yeah, that's, you can still do the, the long distance. You know, you're competing. You had to have a drink. And you, you had to, you know, you had to be sipping. There's a technique for all-day drinking as well. But I'm sure you guys did this because that's the, the reason you were able to go all day was you kind of have to, like, drink two beers and then drink a water and take a pee and then eat some eggs and ham. You have to keep eating and, and drinking water and drinking. And then at the end of the day, you'll hit that wall, and that's where you drink the Red Bull. And then yep. it just starts all over, and then you just keep yeah. going. I mean, I, I think it's the drinking muscles, too, that we, we deserve to be proud about. Because when you're, when you're 20... You drink all night, you sleep for two hours, and then your, your asshole friend was waking you up for the 11 o'clock football game. But you're fresh as a daisy because you're a 20-year-old. Right, you can do it. It's like, all right, we'll give, you know, give you the beer or you know, a piece of bread or just two beers. Those are the things. But, um, yeah, I think, you got, and we kept the hard liquor out. You can't escape hard liquor. If somebody gives you a bunch of shots, no matter what your age is, you're, that's it, you're drunk. <laughs> Tell me you're not drunk. Unless you're Russian. I've seen I've literally seen Russians like drink a bottle of vodka and then they're like, I'm gonna play the accordion. I'm gonna drive the school bus. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. I wish I could do a Russian accent. Beat me in chess. Uh as Klingon. <laughs> Hold on, I got it. Beat me in chess, you motherfucker. <laughs> Way better. Straight Ruski. Alright. I, I should mention at this point in the show. Uh, that the other voice you've been hearing is another guest, and it is comedian Mike Logan. Yes, I showed up. You made it. <laughs> the voice that was making the comments that were funny was a comedian? Mm -hmm. 
All right. It all, it all makes sense now. That's kind of why I'm here. <laughs> it's a big part of it. Well, well, thanks that you thought I was funny enough to come on here and tell you how much I drink. <laughs> Every comedian that does come on here come, tells me how much they drink. Yeah. Now, Logan, I'm going to ask you this because I'm in a band. So okay. it's, it's sort of similar, but like we'll get free beer or whatever or cheap beer when we play a place. But I'm always walking that line about like I'm getting free beer, which is awesome. But theoretically, I have to perform for people and then get paid for it. Uh So, like, how do you drink before you do a set or like have have a beer or two or? Here's the thing is that when you're in a band, you you get your with your friends and you get your three friends. You're like, all right, we're going to be a band. We're going to play Celtic punk, whatever. I don't care. That's it. You you practice in your basement. You practice for, for six months and you practice, you practice, you practice. When you're a comedian, you can only practice in front of people by yourself. That's true. So you have to go perform for free for a very long time. But if you get a band that gets booked, you're, you're already been practicing for six months. They know what you sound like. They're going to book you. A comedian has to go to an open mic and wait an hour and a half to do a set to five people that don't give a shit. And then it's just like it's this really long process of proving to yourself and other comedians that you can make a joke. And then they have a show that they put together. And then you get asked to put on that. And they say no. And then you keep asking. And they say yes. And then, you know, it's kind of just this, you know, FaceTime kind of, you have to mingle and network and schmooze. Uh, but yeah, every once in a while I'll have a beer before I go on stage. Good answer. <laughs> I mean, like a lot of people, like, they, they bring up, like, oh, well, I'm in a band. Like, you know, I know what it's like. I do this. And it's like, well, I mean, you performing at a show, yeah, you get it. But open mics will be at bars and stuff. So a lot of times they, like, won't tell the patrons at the bar that there's an open mic. So <laughs> then, like, there's just, like, there's 30 people in a room, and they're like, oh, shit, why is that microphone there? Oh, that's weird. That, that somebody must have left it. And then some guy that they don't know is just like, hey, we're going to start the open mic. Yeah, I'm going to talk at you. Yeah, and then people are, you know, people you don't know are talking at your face, and you're like, I don't care. <laughs> if, a, if a musician were to do that, you could not care, and it wouldn't matter. Yeah, it'd be a pleasant surprise. Right, it's just background music, and then when he's done the song, you're like, oh, I was listening to that the whole time, that was good. But a, a comedian, you have to pay attention to them. That makes sense. The strategy there, that they, they think they'll get more people by not telling them there's an open mic? Well, they're not going to get people for it, but comedians will show up. Right, right, right. Yeah, especially if, uh, if your friend is uh, running the room, then you show up, because you want to help him, and you know he'll give you a, a decent thought. And a free beer. No, because <laughs> there's no money in it. Sit, you know, if you're a musician, you can sit there and you can be there all night. They'll pay it. I don't know. Like, if Chris, if you were to sit at a, a bar and play music for two hours by yourself, how much do you think they'd pay you? Like, by myself, probably like 200, 300 bucks. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, so that's 200 bucks, yeah. two hours of work. On the bar stool. I have to pay for the bar stool, though. <laughs> right, yeah. It's weird like that. Yeah. Because of what I do to it. But uh, an open mic is, is there's no money in it. And a lot of the times the people that own the, the bar, they don't know anything about comedy. Because people will just come to a, a concert without knowing who the people are. Yeah. And they'll pay $10 to get in. But, I mean, people in the city, if they see comedy and they don't know any of the people on the bill, they're like, well, I don't want to see somebody that isn't Bill Burr. Yeah. I don't want to see somebody that isn't Louis C.K. because they're probably going to suck. Right. You know, because it's music. Everybody likes music. 
but nobody likes different styles of comedy. Yeah, and that, that would be the problem with an open mic, is if it's just a regular crowd, everybody's going to have a different take. Right. right. Like, everyone has a different sense of humor, so you're not going to like every person. Exactly. Um, before we move on to the rest of the show here, uh, I also want to mention that we do have music tonight, or today, whenever you're listening to this, uh, by the Oh Hellos. All right. From an album called Through the Deep Dark Valley. Now, do you think it, it's Irish, like... The oh hellos or like oh hello hello uh, yeah that's my go-to. It's an oh comma hello even in the title. Oh well, there you go. Uh, but yeah, anyway, you'll be you'll be hearing them tonight, so uh, feel free to look them up on iTunes or uh, you know the internet where, wherever music comes from. If you got one. If you have an internet. Music comes from the people. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the immediate bail on that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt weird because I hadn't said anything for at least two minutes, and I was like, I don't know if he's if they're waiting for me to say something funny or, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm on like a uh, like a talk show and I'm so, like I'm like supposed to be like like the guy that the camera always pans to, but there's no camera; it's just in my head. <laughs> that would be weird, like in social situations and stuff, to be the comedian. Right. Do you get to like tell me a joke? Like at a party? I used to, and then I started to, to write them, and then I, like, jokey jokes, because you can't tell a bit to somebody. It doesn't work. No. But no. I, I wrote, like, a couple of jokey jokes, and, like, I would tell that to them, but, like, those suck. <laughs> Nobody likes like, those. Just tell a joke that drops the N-word immediately. <laughs> and then if they laugh about it, then you're like, I was testing you. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't laugh, then you give them, you know, a chocolate coin. <laughs> Uh, all right, boys, it's about the time of the night when we should move on to Craigslist Personals. Oh, baby. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do Craigslist Personals. you want to meet somebody's junk. I know this is a seemingly random question, but I don't know why I just thought it. But is my mom told me once that paprika is salt and pepper mixed together. Is that true? I don't think it can be, can it? It's like orange, though, right? Or like red? Yeah, I thought it was all powdery. Well, then what is salt and pepper mixed together? It's like George Clooney. <laughs> Paprika. It's like some powdery orange. Yeah, it's yeah. like cakes on and stuff. I'm not trying to call your mom a liar today. I am. I'm definitely <laughs> trying to call my mom a liar because I just realized that that can't possibly be true. Your mom might have been lying to you about a lot of stuff. First, she's like, I love you. And then she's like, Paprika. It's like, bullshit. Come on. <laughs> um, I'm going to go on to the first Craigslist person of the night. Actually, I'll... Explain this for Logan, since you might not have heard this before. But basically, we just go through the Craigslist personal section, um, usually here around Philly, and just find the most um, interesting ones. And then we just sort of try and help them out on their quest for love. We do like a mock guide. Yeah. All right. The first one is asked by a man looking for a man or a woman. He is 45 years old. Sounds pretty sexy. The title is Need No Strings Attached Blowjob Friday at Harrah's in Chester. Chester. Yeah. Hello, I'm looking for anyone that will be in Harrods Casino this Friday. <laughs> I would love to get a blowjob while I'm there from anyone. Male, female, couple, transgender, just a quick blow and go situation. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. That's wow. it? Yeah. That is brilliant. You didn't, we've heard a lot here that have been like, and I need you to watch Mario Brothers with me and then put some sugar in my in my ass and touch my nasal cavity. This guy just wants a blowjob at Harris. Imagine if Craigslist didn't exist. So he, he, this guy would just have to go to Harris and just kind of walk around Harris 
asking yeah. for people for a blowjob. Yeah, but like the the way he describes it, it it's it's a carpet bombing. So like yeah. <laughs> this this guy's gonna get a blowjob in Harris. Yeah, right? and it's that, perfect because he nailed the terminology. Yeah, he, he he created a new phrase that everybody could understand. <laughs> Yep. A blow and go situation. I've never heard that before. I've never said it before, but I know exactly what's going on. Yep. I think he's like he must have gone to Harris before, and of course he inevitably runs out of money. And he looks around. And he's like, you know, tonight sucks. Tonight really sucks. But it, you know what would make it all right? Just a, just anyone to suck on my dick. <laughs> Any last human being. And it gets it gets into like you know however much you think bisexual. You know, there's I don't know. But this guy, I think it's it's not even bisexual. It's like quad quadrisexual because right. it's male female couple. So I guess they'd like just take turns or play like a flute. transgender. Like I a think person. couple is very. Uh, he's shooting very high with that one. Yeah, that's the most out of his league. I think. Yeah, but he didn't rule it out. That's the genius of because a couple could be reading that and they'd be like, "Oh my god, that's so you know that's so weird that he mentioned couples. Wouldn't it be crazy if we blew him?" And then the other one's like, "Let's blow him." <laughs> guy's amazing <laughs> guys i kind of want to blow this guy yeah right? <laughs> was this a month ago or is this tonight uh i pulled it like two weeks ago so he might still be looking I don't, i'm not even sure if he has a date for no it was this friday so this has already happened can you can we email him and just ask him like hey dude like listen like, I know Friday past, but did, yeah. did you get blown in who blew you do you still need one i'm gonna mark it down i'm gonna try and follow up on this one i don't even know if i can on craigslist though like after the after the fact. oh yeah they cut it out open a, a craigslist thing that says looking for the dude <laughs> missed connections yeah <laughs> i was in harrods on friday waiting to blow you <laughs> i was just walking out with my mouth open hoping you'd just come find me <laughs> so you guys want to go to chester or what <laughs> What if there was like a sex casino? Ooh. You put a quarter in the in hand of a slut. And, right. And pull their other arm real hard. Yeah, and then she fucks you. <laughs> Guys, we're going to nail this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is copy right now. The fact that there isn't a sex casino in Las Vegas. That we know of. Where can you? All right, here's what we're going to do. It, it, you know that thing that they said in The Simpsons once or whatever, that in international waters there's no rules? <laughs> is that true? I think, I honestly think so. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to build a giant floating sex casino. Okay. We'll just put on an oil rig. There you go. And one that's in international waters. Yeah, but it, it can only be the people that work on the oil rig that go to it. <laughs> See, that's that's how we twist it. 30 dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in oil with big wrenches. <laughs> that sounds terrible. So are you... <laughs> Are you betting on somebody getting laid? Like, is there any actual gambling happening? At the sex casino? You can do, like, a roulette wheel, but you use anal beads instead. <laughs> There's chat room roulette. Chat roulette roulette. <laughs> there you go. Are you going to end up being forced to maybe look at a bunch of dong? Probably a bunch of More than yeah. likely a bunch of dong. <laughs> it's not even a maybe. Yeah. The house always shows you a dick. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to move it forward a bit here. I think I think that we've helped out this guy, right? Yep. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. Who, Lonely and Chester? Yeah, he, he got a blowjob. It's in the past oh. now. <laughs> I will bet on it. Yo, Hurdle, let's get some tunes in here, man. Ken, shut the fuck up. <laughs> By the way, we're listening to music tonight from the Oh Hellos. Uh, this song is called Eat You Alive. It's from their album Through the Deep Dark Valley. You can buy it on the internet. Uh, listen up and enjoy. Symbolism. Well, he said to me, child, I'm afraid for your soul. These things that you're after, they can't be controlled. And this beast that you're after. 
you alive. to pick from here but i want to move it along here so we don't go long we have two options boys one of these craigslist personals is about a funeral and the other one is about game of thrones funeral only because i haven't watched game of thrones oh i was going to say game of thrones because because i dig it but there's a chance that even the absurd will give away something that logan could possibly enjoy in a show honestly i think it it has some spoilers in it because i was worried about that all right yeah no funeral funeral all the way all right we're going funeral okay the last of the Craigslist personals for tonight is a man looking for a woman 50 years old. Okay. The title is Lady at the Funeral. Oh. I saw you at the funeral, and I couldn't take my eyes off of you. I think you wanted to look at me, but you couldn't. You just stayed in the corner. Your hair was blonde. I was wearing the dark suit. I brushed against your hand briefly, but you didn't react. You were like an angel in a room full of grief, the center of attention. I hope they have keyboards in heaven so you can write me back. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. That son of a bitch. That was a ploy. He's just talking about the dead girl the whole time. I think he might be. It's a joke. Is... It's a dumb, it's a well-written joke. It took me, like, as soon as he said, uh, you didn't, I, I wanted you, I noticed you, but you wouldn't notice me. I'm like, ah, it's a fucking girl in the coffin. You fucking nailed that. Yeah. This one shamaloned me all the way up until that last line. <laughs> I'm glad you got it because I thought he would have, been trying to be tongue-in-cheek joking and i was about to just talk about it like there was a quiet girl a 50 year old woman in the corner well she wasn't <laughs> quiet she just also was dead yeah they're not mutually exclusive it sucks for him if he really was talking about somebody that was what i was going to bring up it's like what if this isn't a joke what if he just has the worst <laughs> sense he accidentally sounded like a like a necrophilia <laughs> He was very generic. He was like, I had a dark suit on, you had blonde hair, we touched hands, but you didn't notice. Right. You're very shy. <laughs> I was hoping for one line somewhere in here that was like, you were not the dead person. Right. <laughs> you were breathing. If he was talking about the dead person, uh, if, and he wrote this the next day, all I gotta say is, dude, the, uh, the dirt's still fresh. Yeah. So uh, if you got a lot of moxie, you go get that girl. She's not right? coming to you. Yeah, you gotta go to her. It could be it could be a pet cemetery situation. Oh, where she she comes on up. Yeah. <laughs> what if that happened to you? What if you were in bed and like a, a straight up zombie came into your room but didn't try to eat you, just tried to fuck you? <laughs> that sounds scarier. Like what if, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like what if for whatever reason, just just go with it. The last thing that this person had locked in their brain was I'm gonna bang somebody, and then they died. So then when they came back, that was the only thing floating around in there. Oh shit. Going away from the zombies, that was the whole point of that scene in Ghostbusters where right. Dan Aykroyd got a blowjob from a ghost. I was 20 years old when I realized what was happening. For the longest time, I did not know that movie was a comedy. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was a ghost adventure. <laughs> when creepy dog monster arms come out of a chair and strangle Sigourney Weaver, that's not funny. <laughs> no, there's nothing funny about that. That was a legitimate adventure at Fright Fest. Going back to the zombie again, how fresh are we talking here? Uh, I, you know what, the uh, those kind of details are moot. <laughs> because I feel like once you realize they're dead, 
it doesn't matter. The details are only how long it takes you to realize that they're a zombie, but once you realize they're a zombie, you're not going to be like, well, she's like a fresh zombie, so I guess I'll just do her and then get it over with. I think that's hypocrisy, because people want to fuck vampires left and right, and they're dead. Oh. But, like, if we're, if we're talking fresh zombie, like, fresh up. I'm picturing, like, flesh missing and really stinky, muddy out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bloody, still kind of... But, like, see, vampire transforms into a being that looks good and stays healthy and, and is survived by blood. Whereas a zombie is just real fucked up and nasty and dead and decaying. Yeah, that's true. And that's something that, like, Walking Dead and all the zombie movies, I never understood why they look, like, decayed immediately. When you're dead, your body doesn't do certain things that it does. So after, like, the first six hours of you being a zombie, like, when you, if you punch at nothing a hundred times, your arm's going to get tired. But eventually, if you wait, like, a couple hours, your arm's not going to be tired anymore. But if you're a zombie, there's no healing going on there. So your arm is just still tired. And then you still use it, and it rips, and it rips the muscle, and then it rips the skin around it and the tendons. So zombies decay pretty quickly. Now, I'm going to ask a scientific question. Okay. Wouldn't zombies just have hard-ons the whole time? No. Because they died. Right. And dead people get hard-ons, and then they poop their pants. Wait, I don't 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 know anything about boners. I don't think that's true. I think you you heard that and just accepted it as true because it's funny. <laughs> I'm not, not going to dispute that. <laughs> but it's 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 something along with rigor mortis is that like all muscles get yeah muscles seize up, including spongy tissue. You had a boner already, like in Clerks. <laughs> Perma boner. It meant it held, but if you didn't, you know, it's not like you're. Well, I don't know. But they definitely poop their pants, though, right? Thanks. I've heard yeah. the pants pooping. Everything's trying to get out. So all zombies are poop pants. With boners. Because that's, that's a big sex <laughs> issue right there, even oh, if they're super fresh. That's terrifying. Now we're talking about guy zombies and this shit on you? <laughs> this nightmare is getting worse all the time. <laughs> hey, you guys, you guys keep talking. I'm, I'm Googling death boners. Okay. Yeah? Well, don't D- Google Don't that. Google image it. Just don't <laughs> Google image it. <laughs> all right. Let me think how I could possibly make this work. I guess if they had, like, overalls on, but one was off... <laughs> So we're now officially talking about a dead zombie man with shit in his pants and a boner, right? Right. <laughs> Who walks into your bedroom at night. Some sort of hick or farmer if he's got the overalls and, like, part of his jaw is missing, but he's holding it. <laughs> I don't okay. I, I, I got it for you. All right. All right, weigh in. So dead people, uh, this is now this is true not only with, with zombies, but any sort of undead creature. So we're, talk, we're getting the mysticism. We're talking zombies, witches, witch kings, droggers, vampires, all right? If there's no blood pumping, you can't get a boner. So now zombies you, can't. Can't, because their heart's not going, so you can't get a boner. Yeah, blood. Which is blood. why um, Twilight is bullshit. Well, I've been saying that for a while now. Right. Um, he's a vampire, but, you know, there might be some mysticism involved. We don't know. I don't care enough to look it up because it's bullshit. <laughs> but if you are strangled to death or hung by a noose, you might die with an erection. And it has to do with the blood not being able to go to your head and just going to your dick. And filling it up. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the pressure on a certain part of your neck um, just gives you a boner or something. Oh, shit. It's like a carotene. Everybody that, that tries to auto-asphyxiate or whatever. Yeah. People are always like, oh, he was in the closet trying to secretly do it or whatever. What if he was just trying to kill himself? Usually you know, people like, who uh, should commit suicide through hanging don't jerk off at the same time. Well... I'm saying, do people get a bad rap? Like, oh, David Carradine was just really depressed, and everyone was like, oh, shit, no, he was whacking it, man. That's how he did it. I, 
I'd be more inclined to agree with you if he wasn't found in uh, nylon tights and high heels. In Thailand, right? <laughs> and in Thailand, yeah. That's okay. the kicker, really. Let's be straight. Anyone who dies in Thailand uh, dies with a boner. Was whacking it. <laughs> <laughs> Women included. Anybody who dies in Thailand was whacking it, for sure. <laughs> All right, I think we, I think we answered that one too. I don't yeah. even remember what the Craigslist ad. <laughs> I have no idea. The guy wants to fuck the the dead girl, I think. Oh yeah. Oh right, the zombie chick. Yeah. Well, you could you could do like a zombie chick. There's there's no zombie dude. Right. Playing banging. That's not a thing. Yeah. Well then, wait. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because I remember stories about a girl. Like girls can fuck dead dudes somehow. You just gotta get like a popsicle stick and twine. <laughs> It's like wrapping up the newspapers. Yeah, you just kind of—I don't know—mash it in there. Do you use a condom? Like, do you? Is it? Does it matter at that point? Not if you're trying. <laughs> you, you, get, you already got some other issues if you're already trying to squeeze it in. Mash it in there. I don't know. <laughs> just thumb it in. You guys have done it. Yeah. You know, if you spend all day drinking. You know, sometimes you need a little help, and you just got to get it in there. And then it'll take care of itself. Yeah, and then it, like, remembers who it is, and it's like, all right, yeah. <laughs> and then it's the like Monster a... Mash song comes on, and you go home. <laughs> exactly. Everybody listen to Monster Mash this Halloween, and don't think about what we were just talking about. <laughs> don't think about mashing a dead dick into your vagina. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> all right, it's time for Yahoo Answers, you guys. Oh, my favorite. So Yahoo joins the fight against evil, fighting all the bad guys and kicking their butts. So Yahoo, yeah, woo! Questions. Uh, the first one is asked by Lola. What do prostitutes wear during winter? Like seriously, how are they supposed to dress all prostitutey if it's zero degrees outside? They'd freeze. Obviously, you wouldn't be able to tell they're hookers if they're all covered up. Uh, you can tell they're hookers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most obvious answer to this one. You know they're hookers. Were they? You have to think about where you are. Yep, location. Are they approaching your car asking if you would like to have a good time? That's a real. That's a dead giveaway. Yep. So the idea, the answer is what? Puffy coats and a lot of eyeshadow. Yeah, I feel like, like puffy coats is a given. I I feel like it's still fishnets though. I I feel like they don't put on like sweats. I was on the same level. I was like, yeah, fishnets, definitely still fishnets. Did we all picture puffy coats and fishnets? Yeah, I, you know That's, what I did? It's <laughs> drawn from experience. Now, let me ask a logistical question, or a semantic question, I'm not sure. Is the difference between a straight-up hooker and an escort that escorts go inside in the winter? <laughs> well, escorts go from wherever they are to wherever your wallet is. <laughs> Isn't there a thing, though, where, like, they'll hang out in, like, hotel bars and just, like, flirt? Yeah. Out out of the hooking profession, that seems like the best out of them all. Yeah. I thought escort was, like, under the veil of some sort of real, you know... Meaningful connection. Yeah, like, a hooker is, like, under the bridge. <laughs> and the escort is, like, you call up Johnny Ramone and you're like, can you send over my favorite Becky? And she, like, <laughs> leaves the log cabin or wherever, and, like, she was being kept in a very safe environment. She's just escorting you to her sex. Does that make sense? <laughs> yep. Ken, I'm writing down My Favorite Becky. It's a possible title <laughs> of the episode. My Favorite uh, Becky. I like how we're calling Johnny Ramone. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't he know, though? Like, yeah. probably, like, the least likely person to run an escort service. I mean, besides <laughs> the fact that he's dead, like, him being dead has nothing to do with it. But when he was alive, I highly doubt that that was his bag. See, I'm saying zombie Joey Ramone. 
Oh. And he, he can't get a hard on anymore. So he's like, I may as well make some money off these these whores <laughs> that I know. I'll never be tempted with any of the Beckys. <laughs> what, what about a vampire, Joey Ramon? That would make more sense. Hmm. Because then he would still be in his right mind to control things. And he's going to have like a whole empire. He can only work at night. He's super strong, so anybody that doesn't, you know, anybody doesn't pay, he can just go get it. <laughs> I don't think anything really changes between Joey Ramon and, and uh, Vampire Joey Ramon. <laughs> well, the teeth. Yeah, no, no, except, except the strength and the no hard-ons. Those are the only things that right. change. I think maybe yeah. the business ethics weren't there in the first place either. That was kind of the point of the Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over a thousand years, he learns capitalism. <laughs> okay. I'm moving on to the next. I have three to choose from, and I need some input here. One involves a dinosaur. One involves pregnancy. One involves weird videos. I'm going to sing Jurassic Park no matter which one we pick. Okay. Well, I mean, then we might as well make it appropriate. Let's go with dinosaurs. All right. Cueing it up. Bum, bum, ba -dum, bum, bum. Ooh, that was a little that was trippy. <laughs> Uh, this one is asked by Mildred. Of course. Can you, you have to read it in an old lady voice. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw a real dinosaur. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm going to read the rest like that. Um, hi. Last night, and this is where I, I'm thinking it's not actually an old woman. Last night, I was taking a jog through the woods. No one was there because it was dark. All of a sudden, I heard a loud roar. And I looked over and saw what I think may have been a dinosaur. A real live dinosaur. Not some huge T-Rex or anything like that. It was about six to eight feet tall. It was grayish colored, and I remember it had a spike lining from its head to its tail. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I ran back because I was so freaked out by what I had saw. Anyway, is there any way at all that dinosaurs still exist somewhere? Please tell me. I need to know. Well, first of all, Mildred, I'm pretty sure the sentence is uh, what I had seen. <laughs> I can't provide a, a logical explanation for what this thing is. The answer should be, well, yeah, in your area, there still are dinosaurs. You didn't know that? You didn't know that? <laughs> we, we can't say, like, Wyoming, because who knows where she lives, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, and who knows what's in Wyoming? Probably nothing. <laughs> yeah, no one in Wyoming knows if there's dinosaurs or not. There's, like, 14 people in Wyoming. It's all just empty space full of dinosaurs. There could be a ton of dinosaurs in Wyoming. We don't know. There are 576,000 people in Wyoming, and I think that includes dinosaurs. <laughs> you know what I bet? I bet Mildred's a dinosaur if you're trying to send us a message like, hey, we're still here. Yeah. They have been getting smarter. It took me a long time to figure out this internet, but now I'm going to be coy with you. Anybody know if dinosaurs still exist? Wink. <laughs> That that would make sense though, because like who they they would pick like oh what's a really human name oh Mildred yeah <laughs> got it they're all like fifty years late because they don't understand pop culture yeah so I I guess to Mildred our answer is uh sure I'm saying only in Wyoming yeah <laughs> wherever you believe they are I mean for me they're in my heart because <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking where they only exist now right Mildred that damn it Mildred fucking <laughs> Mildred you just fucking shit together. Um, I have Ready. to take a, 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 a quick bathroom break, but don't worry. I live right next to a bathroom, so I'll be back in less than five seconds. Actually, I'm going to do that, too. That sounds good. All right, I'll just uh, hurdle. Please do not edit this. I'm just going to talk to the people. You guys ever go camping and you think uh, 
well, damn it. I really got to go take a shit, but it's dark out. I don't want to go shit in the woods. It could be a snake. It could be a murderer. It could be a fucking wizard. So you think, all right, maybe I'll just shit out the, the front of the tent here and then blame it on some random animal when my friends or family members or whatever wake up. Here's the secret. You want to have a pot and pan, and you shit right in the pot and pan, okay? It's not going to attract any animals based on my very limited knowledge of the woods. And in the morning, you can scare the fuck out of everybody who didn't know you brought pots and pans. You're like, hey, some weirdo pooped in a pot, left it outside the tent thing. You will scare them absolutely half to death. And then the next night, they when they need to shit, they can't go to the woods. They can't, you know, because they're fucking terrified. And they're going to have to shit too. And if they didn't slam like you did and bring your pots and pans, well, they're just going to shit their pants. Or their sleep bag, which is probably even hilarious, more hilarious than shitting your pants. If you do share that tent, though, it'll you know that's a little bit gross, maybe a little stinky. But anyway, don't forget that, kid. I made it. How did it go? Let me ask you a question about wearing basketball shorts. Yeah, it's tricky, right? I mean, I like having a I like having a fly. It's weird. Yeah, flies are so huge. When you got to pull that out and do some business super quick, you know, I mean, you can pull a pant leg up, but it's weird. It's like you're an animal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One leg up and piss on a tree, or you could. Flop. You could you could pull them down to your knees, but yeah, I, I do a like a scoop and swoop. Right. <laughs> what exactly is a scoop and swoop? You you pull down the front a bit and then you flop over. Right. <laughs> Logan, I'm not sure exactly where you came in on this conversation. <laughs> I, I came in at I usually do a scoop and swoop. There, there you go. We're talking about pissing in basketball shorts. Oh. Not in, in not in two basketball shorts. I just roll up the right side of the pant leg and it just drops right out. <laughs> that was an option. Sloop and sloop. Sloop. <laughs> hang on, Sloopy. Sloopy, hang on. Digs up under the balls, though. It, it makes it a less comfortable peeing experience. Well, yeah, you have to go a little low. A little low. You could have just the top of your penis out, and then you'd have to pee in, like, some amazing arc. Straight up in the air. Yeah. 20, 20 yards away. And then figure your shit out in the last two or three seconds, because it's coming back. Um, I, I'm going to pick one of the next two, so I need to weigh in on this one as well. One of them's pregnancy, one of them's weird videos. I'm curious as to what the weird video is. I'm curious what pregnancy is. <laughs> we, we all are curious about that. <laughs> is it a split decision? Oh, oh shit, I, I'm sorry, I forgot we had to pick. Ooh. Yeah, weird weird videos is much more of a what's in the box type <laughs> mystery. I'm going to go mystery, mystery science theater. How about you, Logan? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go video. All right, we're doing video. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm. I'm never gonna recycle these. So the pregnancy one was a dad writing in because his daughter is pregnant and he got thinks she got pregnant from swimming in a pool with jizz in it. That's oh, not a, that's damn not a it. thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> See, th this is what we would have said anyway. We would have said no. That's not a thing. All right. Well, we got that one out of the way. Fast action. Uh, the video one is asked by John. Uh, the question is: Girlfriend found weird videos I made. Now, bear with me, this one's a bit long. Before going out with my girlfriend, I was kind of obsessed with her. I took pictures I had of her and scanned them into a Japanese program that creates a 3D model of her, which you can then, um, have your way with. Wow! Yeah. So, straight up, technology, I have questions about that. <laughs> I made about 50 different videos with this software. <laughs> Most of them were of her making love and performing oral sex on a 3D model of myself, and sometimes multiple versions of me. Others involved machines. You get the idea. Dot, dot, dot. Do we? Nope. <laughs> I eventually worked up the courage to talk to her, and we ended up hitting it off and are now a couple. 
The problem is that she used my computer and ended up finding the videos even though they were buried inside multiple folders. Of course, she was pretty freaked out. Yeah. Especially since the titles of the vids were needlessly crude on my part. <laughs> he didn't even help himself. No. Like, the girl that I love from afar or something would have been slightly more romantic. And if that's in a folder, you write taxes on it. Yeah. Oh, or something yeah. that no one is going to do. Oh, my God. Um, she said she had to leave and need some time alone. If the program had options for making cuddling on the couch and walking through a park holding hands videos, there would be far more of those. Bullshit. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah you don't have to prove anything to us. We already know who you are. Yeah. Right. We got it. So does she. <laughs> I hope she doesn't think I view her as some kind of sexual object because I truly do love her. How can I smooth this over with her? Who on earth could have the good advice for that? There's something about this story that just blows my mind. There's this creepy guy. Well, he might not be creepy, but there's this like kind of desperate guy. Yep. And he finds this cool thing, um, and then he makes all these videos about this girl that he wants to see. So like that is kind of like that kind of personality is kind of cultivated from like like just kind of like a really like shy like shitty like yeah. But then this guy ends up being exactly what this girl wanted apparently. Yeah, which makes it worse. At what right. point did you ask her out and then things were working and then you just forgot? Yeah, and didn't delete the 50 yeah. creepy 3D sex videos. Why you do you need 50 of them? Why wouldn't you just use <laughs> one for like a week and then make another one? That's a good question, too. This is an allegory for Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> you see? You see how that works? Also, can we talk about the machine? Yes! Oh, oh yeah! Get into a 3D thing that you can touch? Or think you're touching? No, 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 dude. Come on, man. The fuck machine. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, you might have missed the uh, the uh, syntax on that one. Yeah. He made the, the uh, program where it was her, like, giving him head and, and the two of them getting it on with the 3D, like, avatars of themselves. But then in other situations, it was her and a machine. Like a fuck machine. Like a fuck machine. I don't even know. Okay, it's a machine that... Fucks you. Have you seen Wally? Okay. I will now. <laughs> Get the director's cut. <laughs> it's like an auto dildo. Oh. But like for a guy. They're... No. No. Oh. The the machine is the guy. Dude, it's a dildo on a stick on a wheel on a motor. Actually, have you seen Burn After Reading? Yes. Oh. Yeah. I don't oh, want to so... spoiler alert that, but let's, <laughs> let's just assume that connections were made there. Okay, so wait, so tell me, so tell me, tell me. Put these pictures, like a face, her face, on this chair or whatever it is. Is that it? Oh, Ken. Oh, Ken, no. Okay. I think it makes, it's like a computer program. It's like, it's like The Sims. Okay. No. With her face and, and, and his assumed body. Right. And then it's like The Sims fucking, except it's her face. And he gets right. up to that. Oh. And also her, her Sim person fucking a, mach a machine. Like, the, the uh, fuck machine is a physical thing that exists in the real world. Like, you could go buy one. Right, but what does he do with it? He doesn't do anything. <laughs> he puts it in the program with her. That's it. Oh, you can Nip make a fuck machine in Sims? Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's go, let's go with that. The chronological order of this is this guy got this girl, and then he made himself... And then I'm glad that he started with, and then she gave me head, and then some other stuff. Like yeah. He started like a normal relationship, and he's like, well, that's boring. So then he, the next step for him was him to make multiple hymns and gangbang her. All right. <laughs> well, then he, 
he's like, well, that's boring. And then he makes the one where he fucks the fuck machine. If you fantasize about yourself gang raping somebody who you care for. It might not be gang raping. It might not be gang raping. It might be gang consensual sexing. Oh. And it's not really a gang. Right. It's just you. It's lots of you. Speedy Gonzalez moving around faster than, than the beat of light. It's a really weird version of Jet Li and Jason Statham's The One. Ah. It's the least weird version of that that there could be. <laughs> yeah. Now, he, now she she found this stuff, which was apparently not <laughs> buried in folders at all, if she fucking found... Or it was, and this guy uh, hinted at something, and she was like, well, he's got something, so I'm going to find it. And she thought it was porn, and it was porn, but it was just... Creepy porn. Weird. The worst thing yeah, could the happen. creepiest of all. Yeah. All advice aside, here's how you fucked up. You won her over. Yeah, the actual person. Physical her. And she likes you. Delete the files before she comes over to watch a movie. What do you need the files from? Well, maybe he thought it wouldn't work out. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah. get after the first date. Okay. But if, you, if you're married for 50 years and you find this, I think you're still divorced. Yeah. Terminal cancer. <laughs> loved each other your whole lives. Sign the paper. <laughs> and then on your deathbed, you're like, I made videos of you fucking a fuck machine. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, then I'm, I'm out. I die alone. Yeah. <laughs> Picturing any thing that could possibly be hilarious of the famous last words on your deathbed. I made videos of you fucking a fuck machine. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> Epitaph. You have to carve it into a stone. Uh, so his his last question was, "How can I smooth this over with her?" You you can't. You just gotta wait and just see what she says. And if she says, "I'm pressing charges," then you just have to delete the file. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take my fuck machine and put it in her truth case. <laughs> it's funny you say that. <laughs> because uh, the next song that we're going to be listening to tonight is, again, by the Oh Hellos. It's called The Truth is a Cave. <laughs> I felt like I read that wrong, but I didn't. Uh, from the album Through the Deep Dark Valley. Uh, please do enjoy it, and we'll be right back. From the Deep Dark Valley and right into the Truth Cave. Oh, man. <laughs> Symbolism again.
minutes. We have one last thing in the show before we say goodbye, and I think you might know what it is. It's oh, something boy. called the Internet's Fan Fiction Corner. Internet's Fan Fiction Corner! I'm so excited to read this. Let's read some Harry Potter. For Logan or whoever hasn't heard this before, it's basically, it's fan fiction. It's been going on for quite some time. It's by a girl called Tara Gillespie. Um, it's supposed to be about Harry Potter in some kind of way, but yeah, man, oh man, it, it's rough. It's probably written by a child, as I'm reading the first couple lines. Yeah. So uh, this is another um, uh, message for the viewer, or <laughs> the viewers and the listeners. There's more to the listeners than the viewers. But if, if it sounds like we don't know how to read, it's not us. I read to the accent of it. Oh, yeah. Letter for letter. Oh, boy. Here we go. This is real. Chapter 37. <laughs> Darko's point of view, LOL. Vampire and I chained Hagrid to the floor. Oh, my fucking Satan, Enemy said. She was so hot. Maybe I could ooze amnesia potion to make Satan fall in love with me faster. But you were so sexy and wonderful anyway, Tata, said Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you need it? To make everything go faster, LOL, said Ebony. But you won't have to do it with him or anything, will you? I asked jealously. OMFG, you guys are so scary, said Brittany, a fucking prep. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, said Willow. Okay. Well, anyway, let's go to Professor Trevallery's room. Draco, Ebery, and I went to Professor Siniatzer's room. That was not where they were heading. No, no. <laughs> Changed course. Changed it up. But Professor Sinister wasn't there. Instead, Tom Ridd was. Oh, hi, fuckers, he said. <laughs> without without uh, quotation marks or anything. Listen, you got some cool new cloves. <laughs> I took out the cloves from Dabag. It was a gothic black leather miniskirt that said 666 on the back. Black boots, blood red fishnets, and a black corset. OMG, fangs, I said, hugging him in a gothic way. How do you do that? It's, it's dicey, man. Gotta squeeze real hard. I took the clothes in the bag. What the fuck should we do? asked Draco. <laughs> Suddenly he looked at a sign on the black wall. I think the whole premise of this is that Draco is the narrator, even though he just asked that question. In a third person. <laughs> Look, it's genius. You never know where she is, who's talking. It's coming from all sides. Oh my fucking Satan! I screamed as I read it. On it said, Everyone, Professor Sinister is away. She is too gothic. She is an Azkaban now. <laughs> Clashes shall be run by Dumbledore, who is back, but he shall not be principal for now. Sincerely, Professor Rumbridge. <laughs> OMFG! I showed it ang angrily. <laughs> How could they do that? Suddenly Dumbledore came. No. Dumbledore. What the hell are you dong in my office? <laughs> he began to shoot angrily. Suddenly I saw Morty McFly's black tin machine. I jumped seductively into it, leaving Draco and Vampire. Suddenly I was back in Tim. I looked around. It was Professor Slutborn's office. <laughs> I sneaked around. Suddenly, I saw the amnesia potion on his desk. It was black, with blood-red pentagrams on it. It was the shape of a cross. I put it in my pocket. Suddenly, the door opened. It was Professor Slutgorn. New characters all the time. OMG! What are you doing, Fugger? He shooted angrily. I don't know. What the fuck are you doing? 
I shouted <laughs> angrily. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just looking around because I thought it was class. You said finally hoping he couldn't see the potion in her pocket. You said. Oh, okay. You can go now, said Professor Slutborn. You went... How did it switch to you? You went to the con men room after putting on my clothes. Silas, Smero, and Snap were there practicing. Vampires will never hurt you by my chemical romance. Oh, hi, you guys, I said seductively. Where's Satan? <laughs> oh, he's coming, <laughs> said Sirius. BTW, you can cow me Hades now. Suddenly Satan came. He was wearing a smexy black leather jackson, black dress <laughs> shoes, a slipknot t-shirt, and a black tie. Okay, I will see you guys at the concert, I said, and then I went with Satan. Oh, boy. Honestly, she has, like, more and more brain damage each chapter. <laughs> I know, right? She's forgetting I... who's talking and where she is. <laughs> the point of view changed, like, three times. <laughs> The names change every single time. Yeah. All right, guys. Get it, Ken. It's my favorite time of the year. Chapter 38. Satan and I walked to his car. It was a black car with pentagrams all over it. On the license plate said 666, just lick Draco's car. I went in it seductively. <laughs> she does a lot of it seductively. I'm impressed. Most things, actually. <laughs> a lot of things that I didn't think you could do seductively. She does it with a K. Satan started to drive it. We talked about Satanism, as you do. Yep. Cutting, music, and being gothic. Lord knows Satan is gothic. Probably most. He's the authority on gothic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who's, who's gothic if not Satan himself? Oh, my Satan. Satan's in the car with her. <laughs> Oh, my Satan, Gerard is so fucking hot. Bulk some more to greed as we smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> little, little Easter egg, you bulk some more was hiding in the back seat. <laughs> LOL, I totally decided not to commit suicide. <laughs> when I heard Helena, I said in a flirty voice, Hey, Satan. <laughs> you know the cure for when people are addicted to Baltimore? <laughs> well, he thought, I think you have to drink vampire blood. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Baltimore parked the car. Oh, he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Baltimore parked the car behind a black movie theater. Satan mm -hmm. and I walked outside. We went into the movie theater where they were showing The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> While Satan was watching the movie, I had an idea. I took Satan's gothic black nightmare before Christmas cigar. <laughs> <laughs> nightmare before Christmas cigar. He's chilling within the movie theater. Uh, anyway, I took Satan's gothic black nightmare before Christmas cigar sexually from his pocket and put some amnesia potion in it. Shit. <laughs> I put it back in his black bag. Satan turned around and started to smoke it. OMG, Satan said, jumping up. <laughs> I guess, cause I was afraid he knowed me. And a B, guess what? I knew that the amnesia had worked. <laughs> the amnesia potion has not been invented yet, so it will not work, he said. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Amnesia potion has not been invented yet, so it will not work, he said. Too bad, because I wanted to use some on you. 
cool. <laughs> I raised my eyes, suggestingly. <laughs> Her whole eyeball, suggesting something. And then he took off my clothes sexually, and we started to make out. I took off his shit. <laughs> <laughs> right there in the movie theater. He had a six-pack, just like Gerard Way. We French. I mean, yeah. Excuse me, but you are going to have to leave, shooted the lady behind us. Fook you, I said. Suddenly I attacked her, suking all her blood. No. Wow, she screamed. All the press in the theater screamed, but everyone else cracked. Because <laughs> Satan and I looked so cute together. Satan and I started to walk outside. OMG, how did you do that? Voldemort asked in a turned-on voice. I'm a vampire, I said. We went into the car. Seriously? Yeah, seriously, I said, drinking some beer. Satan started to drive the car. I smelled happily. Too bad we didn't get to see the rest of the movie, don't you think? Yeah, I said. We kissed passively. <laughs> Satan parked in a black driveway next to the place where Draco and I had watched Good Charlotte for the first time. We went inside where Marilyn Mason was playing and started to mosh. LOL. <laughs> we did the devil finger. <laughs> I started to dance really close to Satan. He was so schmexy. <laughs> he looked at me all emo with his gothic red eyes, and he looked exactly like Mikey Way. I almost got an orgayism. <laughs> now that's a great word. Suddenly, Marilyn Mason stopped singing. I would like to peasant X Black X Terror X 11, he said. I ran on stage. Lucian, Samara, Snap, and Hades were there. They started to play their instillments. Mm -hmm. Everyone clapped. Satan got an eruption. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, I'm sorry, said Lucian. You fucking ash hole, James shouted at. Oh, God. <laughs> This is going terribly. I think we're going to have to leave this in, though. I like this. Are you with us? Yeah, I don't know what's happening here. That was weird because you said Ash, and then you said something, and then it was like this weird Tron sound clip, and then you faded out. Oh, man. All right. You fucking asshole, James shouted angrily. You guys are such crabs, Snap said. Come on. It was a mistake. Yeah, it's not his fault, said Sirius. No, he ruined the fucking song, yelled tomorrow. You gotta stop! I shoot it angrily, but it was too late. They all began to fight. Suddenly, tomorrow took out his knife. OMFG, no! shouted Lucian, but it was too late. Everything's too late. James tried to shoot off his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! One wrong song. And then I jumped sexily in front of the bullet. No! yielded everyone, but it was too late. Suddenly, everything went black. Oh my god. Sorry for keeping you guys on pins and needles. That's all right. We, we lost you a couple times in the middle there, but I think it's going to make the story more uh, linear. Uh, you could chop it up? No, we're just going to leave it like it is, and I think it's going to be more <laughs> linear. I think that adds to the suspense. Now, let me, before we get into the last chapter tonight, are Satan and Voldemort the same guy? No, they're two different people. Are they two different guys? Yeah. This is confusing as fuck. Is Voldemort and Volksdemort the same guy? Maybe. That one's a maybe. If we go by spelling, there are 600 characters in this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, chapter 39. There's no title, but I wish there was. The Reckoning. 
I woke up in the nurse's office on a special gothic coffin. Hagrid was in the bed opposite of me in a coma because Vampire and Draco had beat him up. Mr. Norris was cleaning the room. <laughs> oh, my Satan, what happened? I screamed. Suddenly, Voldemort came. Get the fuck out, you fucking bastard, I yelled. <laughs> Thou hast not killed Vampire yet, he said, Aaron girly. Suddenly, he started to cry tears of blood. Volksamort, OMFG, what's wrong, I asked. Suddenly, Lucian, Professor Sinister, and Sirius came, exclamation point. <laughs> Everyone was holding black boxes. Volksamort, this is a parrot. <laughs> OMFG, enemy, you're alive, screamed Vampire. I hugged him in Bloody Mary. What the fuck happened, I asked them. Oh, my Satan, am I dead now, I ghost? <laughs> Enemy, you were almost shot, said Sirius, but the bullet could not kill you since you was from another time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> fangs anyway, said Lucian, holding out his arm. I guess. Whoa! Wait, I'm sorry, I'm going to read that again because it blew me away as I was reading it. Well, <laughs> fangs anyway, said Lucian, holding out his arm. <laughs> I guess. He had two arms. I guess so he, he was, oh, wait, arm shot. He got his arm shot off and then grew it back or something. I'm not sure. Let's keep reading. We'll find out. No, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> OMG, I can't believe Vampire's dad shot you, I guess. Well, to be honest, he was possessed by Snap back then, said James. <laughs> yeah, he was a spy, Sirius said sadly. He was really a death dealer. Oh, and, he was, <laughs> and he was such a fucking poser, too, said Lucian. Well, anyway, everyone started to give me presents. Hey, has anyone fucking seen Draco? I asked gothically. No, Draco told me he would be watching Hose of Wax. <laughs> said Professor oh, Trevally. Trevally's back. Back in the mix. He doesn't know that you're better. Anyway, the North said you could come on up. Come up. Come up. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Lucian, Sirius, and, and Professor Sinister left. I was wearing a black leather night gun. Whoa. Under that, I had a sexy black leather bra twinned with black lace with a matching song that said Gothic Girl on the butt. How do you have something written on the butt of your... Th oh, wait, no, okay, never mind. Yeah, you can't have it on the on the butt of a thong. You know what it is? She just isn't old enough to actually know what a thong is. She just right. knows that she knows it's a sexy word. I put on a black fishnet top under a black MCR t-shirt. MCR stands for My Chemical Romance. A black leather mini <laughs> with the black lace and Congress... <laughs> Congress shoes... <laughs> OMFG, let's celebrate, gasped Willow. We can go see House of Wax with Draco, giggled Vampire. Let's go listen to Good Charlotte and cut ourselves, said Hermione. Hermione <laughs> 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 for one! Get nowhere! For the win. We opened a common room door sexually, and then I gasped. Draco was doing it with snap! Exclamation point, 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 exclamation point. Wait, snap's a crap, we all yielded angry. No. I guess. Well, maybe it's a dude, we don't know. It's a dude. Yeah, you betrayed us, shooted Vampire angrily as he took out his black gun. No, you don't understand, screamed Draco sadly as he took his thingy out of Snape's. What? Oh shit, snap is Snape. Yeah. No shit, said Willow, trying to attack him. I ran suicidally in my room. I sexually took a stake out. <laughs> and it'd be no, screamed Jacob, but it was too late. I had slipped my wrist with it. Suddenly everything went black again. Oh, man. Oh, God. Each chapter, you don't know what's going on. 
to be continued. So the killer finale next next month, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Actually, to be honest, Ken, I I, I, I snuck a peek at the last chapter, and it just stops. It, gets <laughs> it does not resolve in any way. <laughs> oh well. First off, I want to thank my good friend Ken Swanson for being here tonight. Thank you, as always, for having me. It has been an absolute pleasure, Ken. Uh, I also want to thank uh, Mike Logan for showing up tonight. I want to thank everyone for showing up tonight. <laughs> everyone that showed up gets thanked. Yep. I, I think I, I'm I'm running at 100% attendance for this podcast. That's true. You get a gold star and a President's Physical Fitness Award. Uh, Mike, where can people find you on the internet? Well, I just uploaded a bunch of these videos I made of this girl getting fucked by a fuck machine. Um, <laughs> so that's probably the most popular way to find me. No, I, uh, I, I'm trying to... Uh, the the main place you're gonna to want to follow me is Twitter. That's where the that's where the gold comes from. That's uh, where the magic happens. Yeah, that's where the magic happens. So that's at Logan does comedy, all one word, uh, spelled the way you think it would be spelled. Double door. And Logan, can I also promote your Vine account? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, do that. Because I, I I have one of those, and I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing with this? And you have a lot of stuff with the knife, and it's awesome. Yeah, the knife stuff I'm really proud of. <laughs> you should be. Because <laughs> I have this, I, I, I bought this, like, crazy Bowie knife-looking thing right after I got out of high school for $20 at some shitty Chinese store. And uh, I've had it for years, so when other comedians come to my house and they see it, they're like, now that I see that you own this, I feel like I know you better. <laughs> I'd have as much fun as you can with a Bowie knife. Yeah, before it stops being fun. Just watch the vines and you'll find out what happens. <laughs> Finally, I want to thank the Oh Hellos for letting us use their music. Make sure to pick up their album, Through the Deep Dark Valley. You can find it on iTunes or uh, Amazon or wherever you get stuff from. Uh, also, the podcast has its own Twitter thing, which is my Twitter thing, but it's at Internet's Chris, all one word. Guys, uh, we did it. We're all the way through. Uh, last thing we have to do is say goodbye. 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 Goodb